Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. There is so much noise out there, especially when it comes to self-betterment, and that's why I created TAT text. I'm actually using texting as a mental program. It's like the program you uh, get at the gym, but this is for your mental and emotional state. Every week there's a different topic. One week would maybe relationships, the next week uh, codependency, next week dating, etc. And at the end of the week, you get a private link to a Google Doc that takes you deeper. A lot of how to, right? It's not just information, but it's like, what do we do with this information? So, If you want to wake up with something that is going to reposition your mindset and set you up for a day that you can maneuver in the best version of yourself, come check out my text. You could get them at theangrytherapist.com or on my Instagram at theangrytherapist. See you in your phone. Let's talk about boundaries and how to draw them. Uh, For many, the word boundaries instantly creates anxiety because... When we think about boundaries, we think about pushback, we think about resistance, we think about um, um, how people are going to respond to us drawing those boundaries. We think about uh, you know all the shit we're going to get from our friends, our family, um, right? And then also the the guilt that we're going to feel, and then you know turning that inward, and then you know, am I a good friend or a bad person or a you know uh, not a good son, daughter, all of that stuff? So. I want to step away from the word boundaries um, and kind of reapproach it because I think there's a way to demystify that word, which will give you uh, less fear and hopefully more uh, leverage and encouragement to actually execute. And here's the thing. Here's the biggest misconception about boundaries. You don't have to draw them with Sharpie. Uh, Now, listen, you you can – um, and maybe you should with people who are extremely toxic and that are going to be harmful to you almost instantly, right? For example, um, an abusive ex, right? <laughs> if, you, if you've been in an abusive relationship and the person is at your door, yes, unfortunately, you do have to uh, draw some boundaries very fast. But I'm talking about um, maybe friends that you've drifted from, maybe people that you no longer uh, connect to, maybe – um, business partners, maybe um, exes, you know, uh, maybe uh, bosses, uh, maybe family members, siblings, uh, you know, people that you generally know that you should probably, or relationships, you you generally know that you should invest less in. Less in. So boundaries can be a very good way into um, changing the dynamic of a relationship, and the way that you do it isn't necessarily. By drawing hard lines, it's by doing doing it in a subtle way, in a gradual way, in a way that's more organic and also with compassion. You know, so let me give you an example. Um, let's say you are in a friendship, and there's a, a lot of history in this friendship, and um, you've realized recently that the the friendship isn't serving you, um, or that uh, you know you have you have just grown and changed and went through your rebirth and and your friend hasn't and so you just don't connect to your friend on that level and maybe that uh, the only thing that you guys have is history right and I always tell people that friendship isn't enough uh, I'm sorry that that history isn't enough to have a friendship and I think many 
feel that you know if you went to high school with someone, then you are now obligated to be friends with them for the rest of your life, and that is not true. Friendships, like any relationships, um, can expire, and it's okay. And you have to be okay with that, right? It doesn't necessarily mean to cut them out of your life. You could be friends from a distance. You, you don't have to be best friends anymore is what I'm saying. So using that example, if there's a friend in your life um, who you just realize isn't good for you for whatever reason, right? Or maybe they're always taking. Maybe they're exhausting. Maybe they're negative. Maybe they're draining. I don't know. Whatever the, whatever the reason is, you've come to that conclusion and you want to kind of draw a boundary now or, or tweak the um, – relationship or the dynamic the way you do it is you could you don't have to announce it you know what i'm saying you don't have to <laughs> to stop following them on social media and send them some kind of email that that announces that you're no longer friends with that person um that's not the way to do it what you do is you slowly invest less of your time right it doesn't mean to not be present when you're with them it just means spend less energy and time and effort and thoughts into that friendship um adjust your life equalizer. So if you were to see that friend, say, every weekend, and maybe you've been doing that for the last few years, um, maybe drawing a boundary would be, I will see this friend uh, once a month or twice a month. Or maybe I will um, text and email, but I won't see them that much. And that's up to you uh, how you want to do that. But what that does is that changes the dynamic in that um, you're now kind of protecting your life space and at the same time you're putting your energy and time into maybe a different relationship or maybe you're putting your time and energy into yourself so maybe you'd rather go see a movie or go have lunch with yourself um, because that's where you're at in your life and that's what you're trying to to do uh, uh, get to know yourself better and instead of being dependent on this friend so Doing it subtly, doing it gently. And then, listen, you're going to get pushed back. You may. Uh, you may get, you know, where have you been? You're this or you're that. Or, or may, you might even get you're not a good friend, right? Um, but whenever I hear stories like that where someone blames you uh, or the person, in my case, if I'm um, talking to a client, that's just another sign that you should draw that boundary, right? Uh, that's just another sign that uh, you were right and that, that friendship is lopsided. So, Using that example, uh, you could do with any relationship. So one, being aware of who you want to not cut out of your life. That's very extreme. That's going to bring up instant anxiety. But who you want to start um, – let's use the word realignment. You know, who, What relationships do you want to change the dynamic? What relationships uh, – do? take a little uh, a black light to your relationships right now and ask yourself which relationships are you actually getting something from? And, and which relationships are you not getting something from? And the ones that you are not getting anything from, um, you should meet them halfway and, 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 and not invest that much then. You, know, you should invest in the relationships that really give you a lot, right? That's fair. Uh, it's like where, mo- where water meets water. And um, what, what I mean by that is water meets water at its own level. And I know so many, and I've been in many, where I would give a lot or too much and or I would always be seeking um, and that becomes a pattern, of course, right? And you should be aware of that, where the the uh, other person isn't giving me much. And it's almost like if the other person doesn't give you, then you almost want more, right? That dynamic. So it doesn't matter if we're talking about friendships or someone you're dating or even with family. Um, be picky and choose how you want to spend your time and with who, like where you want to place your energy. And as you do that, as you kind of shuffle those cards and, and reevaluate where your time's going to go into who – um, then you execute that, and listen, people will adjust. So 
if people aren't meant to be in your life, they won't. So, you know, you shake your tree and people will fall out. Like, <laughs> there will be some friends that don't, uh, as you fade, they will fade too. And I think that's a good thing, you know. I think that's, uh, there's, for me, at least on my end, there's acceptance and peace with that. Um, there will also be friends who uh, cause a storm or might pick at you or want you to feel guilty um, or bad about <laughs> drawing some boundaries or, or, or you know, fading out. Uh, and I got to say, and this is the hard piece, that has more to do with them and their story than you. And you have to hold on to your, uh, you driving your stake or you fading out or you deciding where you want to put your energy into or who you want to put your energy into. Um, and you have to hold that with two hands because you're probably going to get shaken and there's going to be a part of you that's going to want to go back. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about to an ex or that you know is bad for you or to a friend who you don't want to um, invest in anymore. And there's going to be this side of you that feels guilty or bad or like, oh, or there might be a side of you that feels like you need that person. There's, there's this like codependency attachment thing going on underneath. And if you feel that way, know that that's a part of you that you want to change. And the only way you can change it is to actually execute what you're trying to do, right? To fade out or to um, know where you want to put your uh, energy and investment um, and actually put action behind that. So there's a difference between being aware of the relationships that we want to kind of uh, disengage, the people we want to disengage with, right? I think we all have a sense of, you know, the, the the relationships that we want to disengage, um, that we want to kind of step away from, and I think we have a good sense of um, who we really enjoy. Here's a, here's a good uh, here's a good meter or a measure of who you should invest in when you're around that person, whoever that person is, be it your family, your siblings, your friends, your you know people you're dating, whoever. When you're around that person, how do you feel about yourself? Not, not how do you feel about them. How do you feel about yourself because of the engagement, the exchange? Um, if you're getting a lot out of the relationship, if you're around that person, you're feeling good about yourself, right? Um, that means that there's – in order for you to feel good about yourself, the other person, the other party has to create a space that's encouraging, supportive, um, positive, Right? Um, if you're all, all, always around that person and you're feeling shitty about yourself in that space, then that means that the other person is probably creating a space that's you know negative or drowning or making it about them or you know there's optim there's pessimism and there's worry and negativity like all of that stuff right now of course there's two people in every relationship so yeah there's a there's a piece of that that could also be you you could be a, a what is it what do they call it Debbie the downer you could be um, self-deprecating and all that but if you really think about how you feel about yourself across the board with the people in your life um, it's a pretty good measure of I think where you should in, uh, who you should invest in and so using that as kind of a yardstick um, or maybe a dipstick if you're changing your uh, relationship oil <laughs> and Go and you, you could actually write it down. You could kind of imagine all the people in your life that are important and all the people that you spend time with. How did they make you feel about yourself? And if they make you feel good, then you should spend time with them. If they make you feel bad, then you should slowly 
draw boundaries by disengaging and spending less energy. And then all that extra energy that you have, give it to the friends that are making you feel amazing because that's going to feed into that. And you're going you're gonna to make them feel amazing. And that's how um, we sharpen each other and promote our own growth and support each other. Um, you know that saying that you're, you're only as good as uh, you know, the, 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 the people you surround yourself with. I really believe that that's, I mean, that's very simple, but I really believe it's true to a certain extent. Um, I really believe in this idea of life space and us creating a safe life space. And in that space, we grow. And if we create a space with cracks, right, I call them containers, um, then our growth is stunted. And I think a lot of us have are in relationships that are cracking our containers and stunting our growth. And we need to use the concept of drawing boundaries um, to protect our life space. And we could do it in a way that is with compassion and love. And we could do it in a way that um, is graceful and that is uh, self-respecting and gradual and organic instead of like this line you have to draw tomorrow you know um and so think of what that looks like after you've decided who you want to invest in um and who you don't want to invest in and for the people you don't really want to invest in make an intention and effort to slowly disengage you don't have to cut them out of your life you don't have to unfollow them on social media uh just be less interested because the truth is you are right. Listen to that and put energy into people who are interested in you and accepting you for who you are and building that space for you because that's where you're going to thrive and that's where you're going to live closer to your potential. So boundaries, guys, a lot of times we see them as monsters, as like this, uh, this giant wall that we have to climb over. Uh, you know, meaning the execution piece, and it's a, it's it's really the shadow cast. It's it, by our own hand. If you look at boundaries as just changing dynamics of relationships, shedding, growing, um, deciding that you're going to spend less energy and time in that relationship, and hopefully that'll make it easier for you to execute instead of this idea of just like you know drawing a giant boundary with sharpie instead of chalk. It doesn't have to always be that way. Use boundaries as a tool to reshuffle. Your, your, your deck of relationships and um, pick the cards that are going to serve you and make you the better version of you. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordeaux, Journey Coaching that's J-R-N-I, and it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.